0: Okay. Oh man, if I got no, if I if I got on no Big Brother, I could have dropped all my friends by now. I could have dropped
1: all y'all things
0: would have been in the past, dust in the wind, and I could have been having. It. I could have been running around. Bobby Schmurder, all like, now these niggas ride. exist. Like oh, so I was able to cut in front of a line
1: of two hundred people. Mm. Mm. Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. It's great to be here. My name is. Keon, a.k.a. Almighty the DJ. I'm ready to
0: fucking go today. I'm not even going to lie to you right now. Uh, my name is Earl Lonnie Hooks, a.k.a. Young One with Himself. Special thanks to everybody out there joining us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. Keon, before I ask you shit. I, I need a round of applause. Trust me. Give me a round. Come on, man. Come on. Clap it up. Everybody out there, clap it up with us. Today, I'm ready to, I'm, I'm ready to act a fool today for many, many reasons. But I, what I will say is that today, this episode, episode 50. That was nice. <laughs> of the any last words, pod, is brought to you by resilience. <laughs> Let me read this to you. Okay, let me go, N- noun, we're gonna go to the second, the second definition as it regards to humans, because that's what I wanna talk about. The ability of a person to adjust to or recover readily from illness, adversity, major life changes, etc.
1: buoyancy. We are buoyant yes. today. We have stayed afloat. With this podcast, I'm assuming that's what you're saying. Um, you fucking right. You fucking, Before we get there, because we're gonna talk our shit. Yeah,
0: we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk it up. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get our stuff off as as we are. I believe deserving. of. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Before we before we get to that, I would like to talk about something else that has come across my path. That threw resilience in my face, that's what I thought when this story was told to me, or when I actually saw this happen in front of me, which is really what I want to talk about, because uh, it is pretty cool, especially you know just being older and washed and nasty and dry and you know <laughs> shout out to a couple of my youngins. That's right, I have youngins. Yeah. Everybody, as you get older, you should keep your hand, you know, on on the pulse. <laughs> keep your hand on the pulse of the people and the pulse of the future. My youngins, a couple of young people that I've been around, worked with, they they finally they came into their own very recently by both being in their very first relationship. Okay, which is very very cool. In in seeing it as an older person. Is awesome, especially when you see two people that are good for each other. Okay. Two people that are good for each other. And it's not like you're, you're watching someone about to get their heart broken out of this. You're like, ah, right. ah, like this is going to be very bad for this individual. The other one doesn't give a shit about this relationship at all. But this other one is head over heels. It's not like that. They're both very grateful for one another. And they both feel like it's wild that they have the opportunity to date the other one. It's what you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially as a first one, they're going to be caring and patient with one another. And it's cool being able to see that in young people. The reason I bring that up as far as resilience goes is because, do you remember what it was like the last time that you had to talk to or you tried to proposition a woman, but yet she wasn't really about it at first? Um, and then you, and then you stuck around as a friend or whatever. You just, you, yeah, yeah, you very gracefully, you very gracefully bowed out of the race and thought, okay, you know what? You're right. You need your space or we're just friends or whatever the case may be. Whatever the justification or the excuse was on her part. And then you do that thing. You fall back. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, that's cool. I guess that's not going to be our relationship. We're more like friends or whatever. And you sit back and you chill. But then this person came through and helped this person along through troubling times in their life, as many people have had in the past year. Right. And then this, this girl, this young girl was thinking, oh, wow, he's a real, once she gained some clarity yeah. afterwards, she thought, man, he's a really cool guy. I can't lose this guy. Uh-huh. And, then, and, th- and then they came together and she, she doubled back around and was like, you know what, before I said no, that was a hasty decision. My view was clouded. I couldn't see things. But now I can see clearly. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. That's like the third time I've sung this song on this podcast. (laughs) That's very cool. The resilience of this young man. Especially when you're young and rejection kills. Especially when you're younger and rejection hurts. And it's the scariest thing ever. To stick by your guns and say, I'm not going to be one of these fuck boys. I'm not going to be one of these nasty scoundrels just still trying to find his way in so that I can fuck. It's not that. It's I'm going to sit by because my parents raised me to just be a decent person, yep. boy scouts. Yep. You know, I'm chilling. I'm just going to be here and be a cool guy. And then lo and behold, just some months later, we succeed. Nice. I like it. Nice. I like it a lot. So that's resilience. So that's that's giving some flowers to two of my couple, and, and and they, I'm pretty certain they listen. They'll probably listen to this. Congratulations to you all yet again, resilience. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's great seeing young love. You know, before people, you know, get their heart ripped out and get older <laughs> and start looking at <laughs> and things start <laughs> becoming bland, and the whole world is monochromatic, uh-huh. and they're jaded and burnt out it's it's it's
1: it's nice to see that absolutely it's really nice absolutely that. it's so pure yeah. it's like it's like the laughter of it children is. you know <laughs> yes
0: it's the most it was, it's the most adorable thing ever yes i said the most adorable thing ever that's that's exactly what it was to me i was looking at it like you guys are cute <laughs> you guys are cute that's great yeah, that's dope and i'm the old and, and it's great too because they both have talked to me on their like separately As their own entity, so I really got to know who each one of them were. I didn't get, I didn't have to pick sides. Like I like both of you people. It, I've been waiting for this, Mm -hmm. and I told them when it finally happened. I'm like, I'm, I've been waiting for this. This has made all the sense in the world. I'm glad that you guys finally got to a point where you realized it. Right, that's awesome. That's cool. So that's it. That's yeah. That's all I got. It wasn't. But uh, back to us. Oh wait, no. I was just gonna. I was was
1: just gonna say it wasn't. It seems like it wasn't rushed. Um, you can't rush things like that. No, no. So, I mean, nah. that's, that's awesome for them. That's definitely awesome for them. For sure, for sure.
0: Yeah, when people say, let's start off as friends, and then get, like, that was the real thing. Uh-huh. That was, Like, they actually built a friendship. They actually built a real relationship with a real, strong, sturdy infrastructure. Well, you know, in
1: a lot of relationships, a lot of people consider their, you know, their significant others as their best friend. So, you know, you should have some sense of, of, friendship yeah. you know what i'm saying in a relationship yeah so that's that's cool yeah that's definitely cool
0: yeah i don't even know how it really works you gotta be super lucky if you didn't go into it as friends if you guys just sort of jumped into a relationship mm-hmm. which i've seen happen a million times and there was no friendship i you gotta get really really lucky afterwards i, I don't know how that really works if you don't see this person as a as a friend, is, first. that's weird. Is
1: the friend stage? Is that still courting, or is it just being friends? Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: it doesn't have to be right. You can go from just like friends, and there was never any intent on either side to really get to that point. Uh-huh. But then certain circumstances led you there, right. or yeah, or the or vice versa. You know what I mean? You can definitely you can definitely court someone and go through the dating stages. And and find yourselves, and before you label anything, all oh, we're a super monogamous committed relationship, that sort of thing. You can find friendship. Yeah, I think that that's that's super important yeah. for us. because a lot because when a lot of those other things fade away, or they or they're not at the forefront, like say being sexy isn't at the forefront, right? Or in any, anything. Anything else that is comprised inside of the relationship isn't at the forefront or it's not working. You need that friendship to fall back on. on. Because because here's the thing. I've known people to be very proud of their cheating. I've known some some scumbag men, right, to be proud of their cheating. And women, by the way, actually. And yeah they just, just they just they kind of keep it moving they keep doing that, whatever the case may be, you don't feel the same sort of guilt, so you keep doing it right. but if you're look but if you have to come home because they're just someone that you're dating, which is weird they're just someone that you're dating, there's someone you're having sex with, there's someone that's around that you buy things for occasionally, you guys go out and like all of that is super superficial <laughs> so then but if you're looking across into someone's eyes and you see a friend of yours. You see someone that that's been riding for you. You guys have been through stuff. You guys have shared things. You're you're not you're not so susceptible to just go out and prone to go out and treat this person like trash. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's definitely something that you got to think about. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, back to us. All right, we're done with them. <laughs> we went off on a little tangent. Back to us. Episode. <laughs> episodio 50, as you wanted to call it yes
1: this is we in here yeah this is episode 50 um we've come we've certainly come a long way how do you feel we've come a long fucking way and this is pretty dope we didn't give up um there's a lot of there, there's a lot of points in the making of this podcast where one could be like oh fuck this but we didn't do that and we're still yeah. recording and you
0: spoke about that before and i think you spoke about that on like episode 20 something oh yeah,
1: yeah because we've right. I mean, we've been through a bunch of bullshit, you know, getting, you know, keeping this thing afloat, as you said earlier. Right.
0: So. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there's a there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes, behind the curtains. And if you're not really a creator of some sort, then you're not really taking that into account. What is funny, and I think is a bar that I said the other day, something fire, and I didn't really think about it till after I said it, was you were saying exactly that. We are now getting into a, another point, uh-huh. another bit of our ascension in this podcast yep. making yep. where where it's an investment of time. It's an investment of effort. It's yeah. an investment of money. It's an, and it's an investment in myriad ways. And you said, yeah, this is another one of those points where you could easily see someone of a lesser fortitude yeah. saying, yeah, yeah, like, now nah, I'm done. Uh, no, nah, this is where I get off. Yeah. And I told you, that in my mind, when I hear that, because we've, we've seen that before, we've seen people not be consistent, whether it's music, podcasting, whatever the case may be, not be consistent or they give up or they say that they're going to start one and never do. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. It happens. It happens. So for me, what I hear is this is the point in the ride. This is the point in the path, in the endeavor, in the adventure where I no longer believe in my capabilities to move forward successfully. Uh That's that's what goes into my ears. I, I don't... Because... Now, there's a caveat to that. There are circumstances in which if you have a whole lot of responsibilities weighing on your shoulders. You don't have the money. You don't really have the time. Like It's it's harder for certain people, I get it, to invest your time and your money into things in a, in a time where you need every dollar yep. for bills and other priorities, right? Yeah. And, and you might need your time to go and get that money. Yeah. Okay, so you don't really have much leeway. But what I will say is that for a lot of people and a lot of people you and I know, that's not the case. Right. People have, they have a backing, they have family, they have money, right. they have jobs, they have time, yep. time to be online, scrolling through Twitter, Instagram, money to purchase drugs, money to purchase drinks. These are things I'm going to talk about later too. Money to purchase, whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Things that are not going to necessarily get them anywhere Uh or present to them any opportunities. It's so funny the way that we're so fucked up and so delusional. We'll go and get all these things. But when it comes to going towards something that you love, that you want to do, and putting money and time and effort towards that and investing in that in numerous ways, it's like, oh, no, I don't believe in myself. I can't I can't I can't do that
1: well that's that's what's really interesting um well, I think the biggest thing here is the, the word priorities you got to get your priorities straight yes you got to decide yes what is the most important thing that you need to put your money towards right now like do you actually yeah. want to do this um, because it's, you can't tell you can't tell anybody that you didn't know you were going to have to invest your money your time and all this other shit when you first started this so I mean you got you right. got to keep those priorities afloat. And keep it moving, and do your thing. And if you got to, you know, not not buy those drugs or not buy the alcohol in order to fuel, you know, a dream of yours, um, it is what it is. And I, you know, we we've just done a good job at that, prioritizing this podcast, making it something that we yeah. that we want to be a huge part of our lives and a huge part of the listeners' lives.
0: But but in the point that I bring up to that is again, it but. The priority setting. So you won't set this high on your list of priorities. You won't set whatever endeavor it is that you want to do in your mind Uh up there with the other ones if you don't believe in your capabilities of actually bringing that into fruition. Of course it wouldn't be high on the priority list. That's why I bring belief and confidence into the conversation. Mm -hmm. Because if you truly believe in what it is you have, that Georgia Smith song I told you about off the Black Panther album. Uh I believe it's called I am when you know what you got. Sacrificing ain't hard. Yeah. That like when she said those two little bars right there that it, it meant everything to me. Yeah. You're right. It it doesn't it doesn't mean anything to pay this bit of money or do this little bit of thing over here if you know in your heart what it is you have going on. What it is you have to give people. If you truly believe in that, it's nothing it's nothing. Right. It's that's 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 an easy investment. Absolutely, F- five hundred here for this, a thousand over here for this. Two hours, two hours, two hours, two hours, two hours over here doing this. That's nothing. That's 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 nothing. Right. Because I, I I know what it is. Yeah, that's easy. So, a round of applause for us for for staying on that straight nail, for staying on that path. For exactly, <laughs> you must clap it up exactly for us resilience overcoming adversity staying buoyant that's us and and so i felt like we had to we had to come on here and talk a little bit of our shit i love it i love i love the creation i love my process i'm sure my process and your process are different yeah. processes amongst all creators are different what it is you have to do to to get what's inside out yeah. in the be, in the best way possible it's 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 great it's great i, I love i love every bit of it yeah so yeah, that's it. That's 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 enough of us. What well, we got going. Well, I mean, there will be more of us. I got a lot to talk about today. I don't know about you. Well, remember we, we have a lot to talk about.
1: Remember, I um I had a question saved for this very podcast. Do you wanna mm-hmm. do you wanna talk about that? Yeah, you're damn right.
0: You might right. as well. Now's
1: the time. Well, yeah. Yes, but before we move on to, you know, outside of cising ourselves. Um <laughs> Never so this is this is episode fifty um and i I had a i had a i had a you know just a good question in my mind like where do we see ourselves going from here like what where do we see ourselves what i think i I think i said what five years from now five years yeah i I think that's yeah we don't gotta go too far into the future but conquering the world (laughs) do what
0: i do every day yeah but yeah uh, in the brain shit Pinky, pinky, and the brain. Yeah. Now which one? Now which, now which? Now which one of us is pinky, and which one of us is the brain? Oh god. Oh god. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> no, you. Since, since since it was yours, you go ahead and answer first, so I can steal some of your sauce. Okay.
1: Um, I think that I definitely see this podcast with at least triple the listeners. Um, we, mm. you know, I just, I, I feel like we're we're getting listeners in new cities at least monthly. Um, Five years from
0: now, you, oh, what you, you think? I'm you're, you're much you're much you're much more modest than I am. Continue. <laughs> Just kid No, pl- I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. You get everything it is out because <laughs> go ahead. Go um, ahead.
1: yeah, maybe I am being modest. Um, but I I definitely see us, you know, doubling, tripling, whatever our listeners. Um, I definitely see us not doing this through Zoom, and that can come sooner than we might think. Um <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. And I just Surpresa. this this pod uh, ooh, this podcast is definitely gonna be on an even higher pedestal than it is than uh right now. Um to the listeners, mm. I feel like, and and to us. I think that through this podcast, we'll just find continue finding ourselves. I think we've learned a lot mm. about ourselves and about each other doing this podcast. Over the last year or so, um, and I think that we'll continue do, to do that. I think that that will continue to shape this podcast. I think it'll continue to um, shape our relationship. I feel like our relationship is still growing, even though I've known you almost my whole life. Um, yes. And I think that all that stuff combined is just really going to make this podcast super successful. And I'm really looking forward to it. So. Okay,
0: <laughs> I love that answer. Couple of things, we are learning tons about each other. Uh, exponential growth this year. You didn't even know that I listened to Tiana Taylor. No, nope. love Tiana Taylor. Great. Never would have made it. She's killed that song. Um, <laughs> Three way was tight on there with uh, what's What's his name? Uh, Light skin dude with the braids that be singing um, with the two with the two big braids. Ty, 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 Ty Dolla Killed, killed that three way was dope. Um, who else? Snow Allegra. Did you get on to her yet? I
1: like Snow Allegra. I um. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've listened to some of her stuff.
0: Yeah, Snow Allegra is dope. Situation ship whoa, dope songs. Uh, who else? Amy Winehouse. I don't know if you know. I think I told you I listen to her. You know I that? well,
1: honestly, I can see you listening to her.
0: <laughs> okay, Amy, Amy Winehouse, though, yeah, just, just a couple more people, just in case you didn't know. Okay, my answer. When I thought about this, watch, well, I didn't really think about it too much since you brought it up to me the last time, but now that you're bringing it up again, I'm not so much thinking about the numbers as I'm thinking about everything else that you talked about, mm-hmm. which is definitely, because you know I came into this. For therapy, this is when I like a year ago I came to my family talking about oh we should get we should get into family therapy because we're all everybody's fucked up and, and we but we all just in here laughing and smiling at each other <laughs> and and then I got laughed out the room they're like oh what you all go do therapy for oh what you think they're gonna tell you it's a scam it's a sham it's a da nah, da nah, nah. I was like okay that's fine I guess I guess I'll just go do a podcast I guess I'll just go do a podcast with with my best friend and I'll just I'll just let out. I'll just let out all my pain and suffering there for everyone to listen to. Um, So so that's one, to continue to just get what's inside out, like I said before, to continue to create, to continue to learn, because us coming back here every week, we're we're thinking about these meaningful questions. We're reading a lot more information. We're paying attention. At least I am paying attention to so much more in life. Mm -hmm. So... I look at I look at this as just a documentation of our growth over time. I've told you this a million times how cool it is that we just have we have our conversations how many stop stop playing anybody that's listening right now, you would love to have conversations between you and your best friend documented for the last year yeah. it's a cool it's yeah. it's cool whether yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to put it out or not yeah definitely whether you're going to yeah whether you're going to put it out or not whether it's for therapy whether you're trying to monetize whatever the case may be just to have that documentation for us to be able to go back years from now and be like let's listen to these conversations we were having back there let's listen to some of the things that were shaping us into the men that we are today that's it's it's wild documentation yeah. and it's it's very very interesting so i'm into that aspect of it i definitely feel like just simply because people listen You're right. We are going to mean something to people. We already do in different capacities. People have hit us up. These people I was just talking about, my youngins that got together, they listen. They've came to me with very many questions and different things, whether it was about the meditation or it was about, because neither one of these people are black, by the way. So it came to me about the meditation. It came to me about some of the black perspectives or insight that we've given that have opened their eyes to certain things. Like that means something. Yeah. That's cool, yeah we, we like to we like to get our jokes off and all that, but we're also spitting some real stuff yeah so so i I love the balance of that i'm I'm just excited to see the evolution of it, but i from where it was a year ago, what we were doing, how we were recording, what you know how we were where we were deriving content from whatever the case may be, and how we decided to then in turn deliver the content was just different, yeah. Anybody that's listened to the older ones or been listening the entire time, they've been on the journey. They know what it is. <laughs> they know what time it is. They know the vibes. It's been very different. Crazy leaps and bounds. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just excited to see more of that. I'm not necessarily mm. putting expectations on the listens and the viewers, but I already know what that is. I already know what that's what that's going to do. So <laughs> I, I, already, I already know what that's going to do. Yeah. Georgia Smith told me. Georgia Smith told me, yeah. <laughs> "I know, I know, I know what it is. It ain't nothing to sacrifice. It's nothing to sacrifice. Uh, so yeah, that's that's how I feel about that. Nothing too crazy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna continue to like wildly size us up, <laughs> and, and and flexing and gas each other up. You know, we're, I'm I'm off that. I'm good. I'm good. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna, I'll return to humble.
1: So, what you, for what, you uh, what you got first?
0: Oh my God, what do I got first? Okay, well, well, before we get anything serious, because I got some serious stuff and then I got some kind of whatever stuff. One of the whatever things, but it's not really a whatever thing, is the other day I was in my room, I was getting ready to go to the gym mm-hmm. and I was charging my headphones, my black web headphones, my wireless headphones. Uh-huh. And then I thought, oh man, I got to get to the gym now-ish. I need to get there quickly. Oh, well, what happens if my headphones... Because it's the worst thing. Anybody that exercises, by the way, everyone shares the same sentiment. You don't nobody want to go to the gym without headphones. No. Period. Now, there's no gym that's playing good music. I don't know what gym that is, if they're playing good music. <laughs> I've been to gyms and they're playing Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, yeah. Adele, stuff that you would never, ever want to work out to. Nobody wants to work out... To, to, to fireworks, right. right? Nobody wants to work out to rumor has it. Nobody wants to work out to what do you mean? Like, nobody wants to listen <laughs> out, like listen to any of that shit. Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez. Nobody wants to work out to those things. So, by the way, if you haven't listened to the ALW workout playlist, you can go to our Instagram at ALWpod. Click the highlight that says workout or push Check or whatever it, fuck it is I named it. And then, it and, then go, and then go work out. You got some let the bodies hit the flow. Let the bodies hit the flow. <laughs> I had to put that on there. Down no! with the sickness. Yeah. <laughs> you got animals on there. Yeah, it's a good one. But anywho, I thought, well, if these don't charge in time, that's alright. I got some other headphones in the in the car. That that'll be fine. Wait. Those headphones have wires on them. Oh shit. <laughs> shit. Right? So. That was a that was a real moment for me. I was like, "Wait a second. I'm not willing to put on headphones with wires." Privilege. Not, not 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 to not. Yes, <laughs> yes, and that's the point I'm getting to. Not to go to the gym. I'm not. Uh-huh. Like maybe if I'm taking a walk around the neighborhood, I can do that. But to go to the gym and the the exercises I'm thinking about doing now. And I'm thinking about how in the world were we doing this yeah. with wire headphones? Yeah, trying to bat them out the way. <laughs> I'm thinking about trying to get on the bench press and then having to put the phone on the floor next to me. But then I can't move too right. much or else the earphone will right. pop out. Right? I'm thinking about yep. me, trying to do, me trying to do these box jump squats that I do. I can't have my phone in my pocket while I'm trying to do box jumps for any reason. The phone slip out of my shorts, yep. go flying across. Now I got to buy a new phone because the phone don't explode it into 10,000 shards of itself. There's mad things that you can't do. Yeah. And I thought, wow, how quickly technology moves and completely removes our mind from doing things a past way. Yeah. It's so it was so wild to me that I had I was like, I can't go back to the gym. Where, like, that's so wild. Now I'm at the at the mercy of these headphones charging mm-hmm. before I go to the gym. Like, that's my life now. And then I started thinking about, it's the way my mind works. Then I started thinking about the brunch that I threw a few weeks ago, whatever the case may be, a month ago, and how I was laughed at by a couple of my friends in my own home that I brought and invited people into for all in this for the sake of togetherness uh-huh. that I don't have a Kindle to read books. I thought, oh, well, Reg, Reginald said this. He was like, oh, well, you would you would think that out of all people, Earl would have a Kindle uh-huh. and he would stop going and buying individual books like an idiot. Then that's, then that's when Mikey was like, yeah, like, Earl's going to be the dude at the bookstore or <laughs> when they're just like, sir, it, I'm sorry, it's online now. Like, <laughs> You can't you can't get that book here anymore, sir. I'm sorry. It's sold online now. It's like, a your old dry." <laughs> Yeah, get your old dry ass back at home. Find a way to get online. To get have one of your grandchildren teach you how to how to live in this in the state now. <laughs> and my rebuttal to that was, I grew up. This is how you know, bro. Every time we do a podcast, I'm starting to realize just how old we're getting. Some of the Times things are we're changing. Saying, Times are changing. That that and the fact that I even have youngins to talk about. <laughs> yeah. The fact that I have young people coming to me for questions—it's like, oh God, like I'm old and washed. So anyway, I come from a time where you go to the bookstore, you go to the library, you go to the bookstore, and you walk around, you peruse, you you smell the pages, you smell the books, you walk around. It's it's a it's an experience. I get that, and I, and I connected that to. The same way that there are older people, and maybe even people in our generation, I've heard, that like to listen to vinyl records. Yeah. They like they like to hear that little scratch, that little dissonance in the background. It's it's something, it's nostalgic. I it was feels just about good to say to that to hear that. Yep. Yeah, it, it feels good if you've ever heard that. So Don't. that's one of those moments where I thought, you know what? Technology in this right has not stripped this pleasure away from me. The headphones. Yeah, y'all can scrap that. <laughs> but the books, I still want to feel the pages in my hand. Mm-hmm. I want to look at the cover. I want to feel it. I want to close the book and look at the cover again. Yeah. Like these are things that I, I derive happiness yeah. from. You know, and enjoy and, and a sense of satisfaction. So I was wondering if there was anything, anything technological that has gone past a certain time. You enjoy the convenience of it, of course, but you like I can go back and do it the old way though I like I like the old way um ooh. let me see let me see um if 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 a blockbuster or a hollywood video <laughs> popped up <laughs> popped up down the street from your house would you yeah. would you pop up in there yeah yeah it's just a, yeah i mean yeah, yeah, as, as yeah. Long as, I, I would do as
1: long as they got you know Hope, hopefully they got some DVDs in there because I ain't got no VCR. So it's so <laughs> wild, bro. Hollywood video on Blockbuster used to be a thing. Nigga, I used to love it used to, used to, be to be love going in there getting the buckets of popcorn you could just pop. And then you know what I'm saying? All the fucking candy up at the at the front, the Twizzlers and the, the Sprees. Yeah. Nigga, I the just, Twizzlers man. the Sprees, Orville Red and Bocker. Right, man. Popcorn. No, I butter ready. I have I have vivid memories. Of going to the blockbuster up there by the um, by the giant where TX used to work at, and yeah. hitting... the
0: Manassas Junction. Yep. Shout
1: out the Manassas. I I remember vividly going in there and renting Good Burger more than once. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. So you know what? I guess I mean honestly, in 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 this.
0: Uh,
1: Keenan Keen,
0: No wait, no. What's his name? Is it Keenan? Williams. Uh, is it what's his last name? Listen, Keenan. What is his last name? Uh, that's why I feel like we should.
1: know Yeah, Kenan's we should name. know that. Keenan is a legend. He's a legend.
0: Keenan's Keenan's a legend. He's been doing this for a while. He just, Kenan, he just
1: got his own show. Keenan Thompson. Yeah, Keenan Thompson.
0: Keenan Thompson is a legend. He's a legend. He just got his own show. Out here since all that. Good Burger, Keenan. Like, what? Saturday Night Live. What? He's been on that show for like no 15 one... years. People don't know longevity like him. Yeah, but he was doing this since he was a child. Yeah, he's been out here. He's been out here. Most child most child stars do crack and go to jail. Amanda Bynes. Keenan. <laughs> Where's Amanda Bynes? while just throwing wild, throw wild names out there. Lizzie McGuire. Where is uh, she at? I feel like Lizzie McGuire got caught up in something. Nah, she's Hillary d- Duff. H- H- that was her name, Hillary right?
1: Hillary Duff is doing okay. She's doing all right. She, no, Okay, she's cool. Yeah. All right, let me not just throw yeah, wild she's people under okay. the bus. She's doing okay. Demi
0: Lovato went through some stuff, Demi though. Demi Lovato went through Demi some Lovato shit. Demi Lovato definitely went Amanda through. Bynes yeah. went through some shit.
1: Lindsay Lohan went through some shit. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, that because that's because they was calling her Lindsay Blowhand, so you yeah. know.
1: Um, what's his name? So um, you know. The nigga from uh the 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 nigga from That's So Red, Rab- uh, That's So Raven. He going through some shit. <laughs> oh, oh, Corey. Uh, no, not Corey. That was um, that was her brother. I uh, thought that was the little brother, Corey. Yeah, no, right? I'm talking about the. Uh, Oh, Eddie! Eddie! Yes! Eddie! Yeah! He going through, he going through some go shit. Through he going through a lot of Eddie shit. He
0: did go through something. Damn, man. Yep. Our black brother out there. Yep.
1: But um, Damn. I could absolutely watch something on um VHS right now and be content. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know that I would want to replace it with the technology that I have, but if I had a VCR. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. Like I said, I'm
0: not, I'm not telling people, hey, get rid of Kindles. Get rid of audiobooks. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I would like for people to empathize and understand why I still like books in my hand. Right. Books on the shelf. I can look. At. Yeah, it's just it's just a different thing. Well, different. I, feel, I feel that Drake, way. Drake Drake, from Drake and Josh. You know anything about him these days? No. So So his name is Drake Bell, uh-huh. right? That's his name. He goes by Drake Campana now. That is... Drake Bell in Spanish. Okay. Campana. He moved down to Mexico, started a whole new persona. He's playing guitar and singing in Spanish now. Like, he's like a whole different dude. You got to look up. You got to look up Drake from Drake and Josh these days. It's great. And he's good. And he's good. Okay. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah, that, for sure. A, you would have that, never. That, it's wild. That's ni- wild.
1: That's a nice rebrand there.
0: It is. It's super wild. I love it though. I love it. And uh, yeah, and it's, it it's uh it doesn't really it doesn't really taste of cultural appropriation. I was I was I was because having those thoughts. Because I was having those thoughts. They they because supposedly Mexico has has brought him in and cared for him. Okay. He knows Spanish for real. Uh-huh. And he's do he's doing it in a real way. He didn't just go it. like he's really living that now is he better than you yeah yes (laughs) (laughs) yes
1: Drake bell is
0: better than me yes (laughs) in a lot of ways go look at this kid i I gotta i
1: gotta check it out
0: (laughs) now now i don't know what josh is doing from that show i ain't heard of him
1: i i don't know what he could be doing something i I don't don't know know what that nigga. but
0: anyway (laughs) but anyway
1: technology (laughs) um
0: technology is great
1: yeah no it is i mean but there are there are some definitely some things that you can look back on nostalgically and just be like ah yeah like that, that's just that's, that's so refreshing you know what i'm saying like just the, the old is. ways cuz you know me i fucking love nostalgia like nigga i eat nigga i eat nostalgia yeah. for breakfast so like anything yeah, yeah, anything yeah, yeah, yeah. that just takes me back and gives me a certain feeling you know um like a fucking like home videos when the last time you watched like a home video did do your does your family keep home videos like, of you, of you guys from- um,
0: Yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my dad definitely has videos like that. We don't really bust him out too much. I think that he does a lot of this on his own. Uh-huh. He'd just be an old man sitting in the basement, like, looking at stuff on his old camera and uh-huh. old films and SD cards that he finds. He's like, oh, man, wow. Like, we just saw one. Oh, my gosh. He showed me one of my grandfather a while ago back when he was still living. Out- and we went out to go visit him, I think, or he came to visit us. And guess what he was doing right. in the video. I mean, and I, and it, which which is weird because I had this memory in my mind but I thought that maybe I had created it or it had been a dream or something like that. Yeah. But then he showed me the video and my memory is, is exactly the video from the camera angle it was at and everything. I'm like, oh, this was a real thing that took place. Like these, this is where my eyes were. This is, the camera is like from my perspective, this actually did happen. And it was us, we were sitting out on a stoop, and I was looking up at him. I think he was, like, smoking a cigarette, and he was whistling to birds. Ah. Uh, <laughs> and he was whistling to birds, and I was like, dang. That's what's up. Wild. That's what's up. Super wild. For those that know, you know what, yeah, why that's wild. But, yeah, that's, that's, that's wild. Uh, again, go follow us on Pod <laughs> Instagram, please.
1: Yeah, you should. It's good Yeah, but no, yeah, but
0: nostalgia is great. And nostalgia's nostalgia is clearly only for older people because when you're young, you don't have shit to be nostalgic about. No. You don't <laughs> like there's there's nothing in the past yet really to be looking back on. Absolutely not.
1: What do you think do you but, what do you think like your earliest memory of your of your life is?
0: Oh gosh. Uh definitely remember definitely remember arguments between my parents. Um uh, <laughs> I remember, I remember me running around. I remember happy things, honestly. I remember me running around in these little Sonic the Hedgehog slippers that I had. I remember playing chess with my eldest brother. I remember playing video games with my eldest brother. I remember taking my little sister under my wing and her following me around everywhere while my two older brothers treated us like shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, I'm glad you asked me that question, Keon. I was just having this conversation with my stepmother recently about the days, yeah. right? The man, those were the days, like that phrase. Uh-huh. It always, I don't know about other people. I'm speaking about myself. I know there's a lot of wild shit that goes on out there and a lot of bad, detrimental, wild, hazy, nasty, grotesque, gruesome shit that happens to people on a daily basis. But for myself, I've been blessed, highly favored. It's always been those days for me. Mm -hmm. It's always been. Every time I look back, it's like those were the days. No matter what point in time in my life I go back to, I'm like, those were the days. And so her and I were talking about it like, these are the days. These are the days. Once we continue on, we're going to be looking back at these moments like, wow, those were the days. (laughs) We're sitting around, we're doing a podcast, hanging out. You're going fishing. We're going on hikes together. We eat food. You're DJing stuff, having a great time. You're running around with your fiance. Friends, family, there's food. Again, there's heating, there's air conditioning, there's all, like, damn, like, didn't have wild responsibilities, really. Yep. Wow. Our bones, our bones weren't aching. <laughs> right. Muscles were fine. We could still get up and do things, and we were still buoyant, <clears throat> resilient. Hopefully, the resilience and the buoyancy doesn't drop off. I'm, ho- I'm trying to do whatever it is I can to fight it through the years. But these are the days. So, yeah, yeah, it's all great for me. It's all great for me. A, all my a, memories are awesome. That's
1: a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it cuz these it is. These, yeah. these are the times. We're going to remember these times and these are the days.
0: Mhm. I feel it. These are the days. I feel it. Um <clears throat> anything anything you would like to you would like to move on to, sir? Um well, you know what? Yes. Um <laughs> first my first. now that you think about it now that you ask me actually, yeah, I <laughs> my, I am prepared to do this podcast. My
1: first my first <laughs> uh my first gig of 2021 was last night. And it, was, it was it was it was it was dope. Um I haven't been in that creative uh type of space in a while, and it was it was really awesome to get back to that. Um so I did a gig last night, um, with, uh, Bucky Malone, BPM Surfer, um, Jaquez Vargas, uh, Shea Pastel, and Havana Soul. Most of these people I've done gigs with in the past. Some of them I just met last night. Um, it's always great meeting new artists. So shout out to BPM, shout out to Shea Pesta, shout out to, um, yep. Jaquez Vargas, um, cause I, j- yep. I just met all those people that night. And there were a few other people there. Um, I don't quite remember everybody's names, but it was great, man. Um, I was a little nervous to be honest with you. It's been, it's been a while since I've done anything live like that. It was a virtual show, but obviously people were watching and it was, it's been a while since I've done anything live. And I was actually a little bit nervous going into it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think I told you earlier that I was using um, a new software that I'd never used before. It was my first time using it live. So, you know, Things could go wrong. Technical difficulties can happen. Um, that can happen regardless. You know whether I'm DJing consistently or not. But it was um it was great, man. It was great just being out in the city, being up in um. We were in like it was. It was really. It it was. I'm not gonna call it a recording studio, but it was a venue set up to have really, really good sound. Like you know it okay. was, it was all padded up to for noise reduction. It was guys in there using equipment getting the sounds right. It was like four cameras all around the place. It was it was it was so awesome, man. Just the creativity, the vibes in there. So, you know, shout out to everybody that was a part of that. Um I think we'll have some footage um for that soon that I'll probably put up um maybe on the ALW Pod Instagram, possibly on my own Instagram. So, look out for that. Um I do have some gigs coming up uh later on in the year. Um, I'm looking forward to those. So you know what I'm saying? If you need getting back in a swing, yeah, man, if you need a DJ,
0: you know who to call. Let's go. And the pendulum and the pendulum continues to swing. Mm-hmm. The pendulum continues to swing. It comes back. it comes back around. It does. And like you say, for some odd reason, it comes back around like,
1: and yeah, yes. It's, it's wildly, it's so weird. And Earl can attest to this because it, whenever it happens, I always tell him about it. I can go a while, like with maybe one person, you know, hits me up, you know what I'm saying? But there's always an instance in which it's been a while, no one hits me up. And then I get like five inquiries or inquiries. Um, yes, sir. And it's, it, they always come in abundance, like, yeah. Since I was notified about the gig that I did yesterday, I've probably right. had four or five different inquiries about me DJing. I literally just got one before we got on this podcast to record it. Oh! So you oh! Know, but the thing is, is it's also getting warmer outside. People are planning shit, whether we're in a pandemic mm-hmm. or not. People are planning right. cookouts. People are getting married. Things of that sort are happening. So people are done with this pandemic. Yeah, I'm letting you know that right now. So you know, it's I I feel like the gigs are gonna start to turn up, um as as the weather gets warmer, and I'm 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 looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the experience. I'm looking forward to how fun everything is. I'm looking forward to the guac, the mula.
0: <laughs> One
1: thousand percent. There's mad money to be made out here for everyone. Yeah, there is. There's mad money to be made. You gotta you just gotta find Dang. you gotta find your thing. You know what I'm saying? Like me and Earl, we have this podcast. We you know, we're we're not we're not making money for it off of it right now, but that's not really what it's about right now. Cause we're very much still it's not we're very much still in the building stages of this podcast, whether you guys think that we're super awesome or not we're still building this shit and we're still getting (laughs) I just
0: as soon as you said that I just was in the mind of somebody listening it's like I don't really think you're that awesome nigga I'm be honest with you (laughs) you must be talking to someone else I just happened to come across as you're really not all that dope to be honest with you okay well if you've listened to more than you guys you guys you guys on here talking about building yourself (laughs) Self empowerment and all of this, like, yeah, come right. on, man. Well, if if what about what about the, what about what about that Kim K filing for divorce? What about that? What you talking
1: to me about? I don't, I don't know these niggas. I don't know these niggas.
0: You don't want to, you don't want to have a a forty minute segment, on if if Kim Kardashian and Kanye are gonna patch things up, or if they're gonna, I don't. If they're gonna split. Like, we don't, I don't, oh, okay. I don't care. Right. I don't care about that. All right. I was do, just asking. You? I was just giving you? you the opportunity. Do you? I was giving you... I'm your co-host. I was giving you the opportunity just in case you thought that I didn't want to talk about something that is very important to you. Matter of fact, enough. You didn't are think you that happy? I wanted to talk about
1: that. You didn't think that I wanted to talk, talk about
0: that. <laughs> talk, about, talk to me about how happy you were, because I'm sure you've been waiting for, what, six years now for Bobby Shmurda to come home. Tell me how happy you were when Bobby... <laughs> Tell me how what you felt like inside when you heard that Bobby murder was being released early.
1: I I thought that's good for him because I don't because who wants to be in jail? That's what those that's good for him. That's really good for him. I hope he gets out and makes good some more good music. But
0: how? But yeah. But how? Talk about that. Talk about how excited. How how long and fervently you've
1: been waiting. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> I'm not sure why
0: oh, I, I don't I'm not sure I don't, I was just giving
1: you another okay I'm not sure why you asked me that I'm not I'm unsure I don't know
0: I, I okay I, all
1: right I, I do don't know that. I don't I'm I'm unsure why you got hype and thought that that was something that I've been waiting on for 7 years
0: I don't know I just I I I saw through the social media sphere that this has been long awaited for a lot of people. I thought that maybe you being a huge lover of rap hip hop as you are and of the black man and the advancement of the black man that you would want to see your brother come home. That's all.
1: I'm glad that he's out. I hope he makes more good music.
0: Yeah, I know. I got nothing. I'm fucking around. I got, I got <laughs> nothing on that. I, I I really don't, I don't care. Like it's great. I liked how I liked hot nigga. I liked Bobby bitch. I liked computers. <laughs> if you're telling me that you liked anything more than that, you're a liar cuz his catalog ain't even like that. <laughs> but uh but yeah, no. I mean, that's that's great. He should probably he should stop doing crimes though, for sure. He should. He should definitely He's st- got a great he following. Stops, he
1: should stay out of trouble. He should do that. He should absolutely yeah. do that. Yeah. Like he can yeah. he, he this is this is his time to build. He should stay out of trouble.
0: Yeah. Bobby Schmurda. Jeez, Louise. Um Okay, something serious. I want to talk about. Are you? Wait. Were you? Were you done with yeah, uh, yeah, with your yeah, gig yeah. and all that? I didn't know. I don't want to step on on your creation. Uh. Okay. Hold on a second. We gotta talk about Malcolm X. We gotta talk about this okay. because there's some. There have been some developments in this story that are interesting. <laughs> yeah. And we And we haven't. We haven't spoken about the developments yet. Uh-huh. So I had to bring this back around. So let, let's 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 do this together. Let's talk. Let's talk to the people about what, what's going on. Um. Clearly for a long time, you know, Malcolm X was assassinated. Yes, he was. Back in 1965. My research is correct. My my, my memory serves me correctly. And people well, the people that were convicted and going to jail for many, many years were of the Nation of Islam, right? That's what people assume. These are the people that yeah. conspired to kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there were a lot of other people that said, no, this is the work of the FBI. NYPD, like this was this was somebody all, else. All the alphabets. And then
1: it was all the all alphabets. All the alphabets.
0: And these other people had to take the fall for it because that's what the FBI and the police do. Mm-hmm. Right. Lo and behold, many, many years later, I believe this was just a couple of weeks ago. An NYPD or ex-NYPD officer. Raymond, what is this guy's name? Raymond something came out with a letter that he gave to his cousin, Reggie. Raymond Wood gave a letter to his cousin, Reggie Wood, or allegedly gave a letter to Reggie Wood, his cousin, many, 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 many years ago. As well as went and lived with this man many many years ago, and told him it was the FBI and indeed the NYPD that conspired to get this man killed. I, being Raymond, was a undercover police officer, and a lot of my job was to go undercover and discredit and dismantle. Black civil rights organizations. That's what we were supposed to do as the NYPD, FBI. We're trying to discredit them, get them out of here, make them look like wild heathens running in the street, just committing wild acts of violence, not really having anything substantial behind what it is they're doing, no real motive, no justification for their motive, just wild. And so the story goes that Raymond Woods, Was coerced into doing this job. Meaning, it's not something he really wanted to do. But if he said anything about it, he was going to meet the same fate, yep. or something along the lines, right? So there was a bo- there was going to be a bombing of the Statue of Liberty, and I think a other a couple of other monuments. Mm-hmm. They said through this letter that Raymond is now that is now surfaced through his cousin Reggie, and the reason why this has surfaced now is because Raymond told Reggie, "Hey, do not allow this letter to surface until I have died." He has just recently died, so now this is surfaced. What if Reggie was all very interesting facts? These are all right. (laughs) Yeah, interesting. Well, but but the thing was is that Raymond had cancer. Uh, He knew he was dying, uh, right? And so he went, and so he went to go live with his cousin Reggie for a little while afterwards. Or so that's what Reggie said. This gets, it gets weird. So supposedly the entire plan to explode the Statue of Liberty was plans of the FBI. And they put that seed, they planted that seed, told him to go put this information into the civil rights organizations Mm -hmm so that it could get done. Then, upon making the plan and putting bombs in place and all of this, they were promptly arrested. Mm -hmm. The two gentlemen that were arrested for that crime, or that future crime, were two of Malcolm X's security guards. Like, his main security guards that were going to be overseeing his security at his speech at the Autobahn in 1965, a couple of days afterwards. Now they're arrested. That's the head of his security. Right. And then comes that night and then he is assassinated. Yep. It gets weird. So this is what Reggie says is the case. They have a letter. It's written supposedly by this guy, Raymond. There's a signature there. He says this was a dastardly thing. I clearly hindered the advancement of my own people by being a part of this assassination but I didn't want to say anything lest my myself and my family be harmed in any way shape or form. Yeah. Okay. The daughters of Malcolm X clearly want this to be reopened, this investigation to re- be reopened so they can understand exactly what happened. State attorney in New York wants this to be reopened because he sees too many similarities between the government doing things to discredit black people in the public sphere yep. <clears throat> and making them look like wild violet heathens when indeed it wasn't the blacks that did this, right, right, and how that connects to the Black Lives Matter movement, and how there's a whole lot of discrediting what they call them these super extreme black identity supporters, justice warriors, whatever. So he's trying to clear the past so that hopefully we can have better clarity of the present and the future. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on up there. Then the daughter of Raymond Woods comes out. I was just reading this. Okay, I about, here we go. I didn't hear about this part. You didn't hear about this part. This is the this is the development I want to talk about. So now the daughter comes out and says, "I know that my father did not write this letter." Oh shit! <laughs> Woods told, "Yep, yep." I know this is not his signature and I know the envelope they're using to somehow justify that the letter was mailed is also fake. Oh god. My father is not a coward. He would have never ever asked anyone to speak on his behalf after his passing. If he had something to say, he would have said it when he was alive. Mm-hmm. She said that the, she called the release of the letter a slanderous act and a stain on the reputation that he worked so hard to protect. So, she also says, and this is what I thought before I even read about her coming out with this statement. When I heard Reggie, first of all, I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) How do we feel? About trusting a gentleman named Reggie. <laughs> Alright, now I'm off that. Next thing that's actually serious. <laughs> he wrote a memoir that's selling. Hold on, Reggie did? Yes. Oh shit. That's that's where it gets a little nasty. He got a memoir, and supposedly he's been writing this memoir ever since, you know, for years now. Since his cousin, as he purported, told him all the deeds, everything that's going on. Are we sure that? Reg- so it wasn't. So it wasn't. So so it wasn't enough for him to just come through with the letter and do what Raymond told him to do. It wasn't just, hey, can you just after I die bring this letter out and go ahead and clear these people's names? One, one of the guys. Uh, that, that went to jail for killing Malcolm X, supposedly, was uh, he went to jail for 30 years, and I think he died in like 2009, something like 2001, 2009, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So it's, it's just wild to think about this. I told you, release the letter after I'm dead. He decided he was going to release the letter, but before that, he was like, well, I'm also going to write these memoirs because, again, he's saying There's a lot in this letter that wasn't told that that there's a whole lot that was told to me being someone that took care of him in his last few years. That isn't in this letter. So I'm going to write that in the memoir to go ahead and beef it up and explain in full what this is. Give some a bit more context to this letter, which was also wild because the daughter said that the father was with her in the last days. So I don't even know what we're talking about. We're just waiting now to see how this how this maps out, but the moral of the story is someone or some entity some, you know, some body of persons mm-hmm. is nasty. Is the FBI, the NYPD, I mean they probably just nasty regardless, uh or 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 the cousin, whatever the case may be. Somebody has their wires crossed, don't have the right information, being nasty, trying to do things for personal gain, whatever the case may be, or maybe just embellishing certain facts, uh-huh. right? And adding your own little flair to it in order for, for personal gain, whatever the case may be. But it's someone's being nasty, this shit reads wild and mischievous and deceit all over it. Mm-hmm which is wild. And then you just have Malcolm X's daughters. They're just trying to, they just want to know what's going on. Right. <laughs> they got all these conspiracy theories and he say, she say, and letters popping up and people dying. And they just want to know what's going on. And who killed their father, right? Who killed one of our prominent black Kings. Right? So that's, so that's that. So what, what I mean, what are, what are your thoughts
1: on this, sir? Uh, are we sure that Reggie didn't just suffocate Raymond to 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 get this over with quickly? Because I mean, right now would be the best time to put that out—a memoir about Malcolm X, a conspiracy about Malcolm Bro, X. Bro, <laughs> it was wild
0: that we got dropped with this in, in Black History Month. Right. I don't lie, that's super wild. Yeah. Like that's a wild, that's a wild rollout for a story, yeah. for a
1: memoir. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, well, it's, I, yeah. there's a a lot of, like, I, all I knew was the first part of what you were talking about. I didn't know about what right. Malcolm X's daughters were talking about and what Raymond's daughter was talking about. Um, mm-hmm. That shit crazy. And now it's just- Well, yeah, clearly, because because we heard of the story at the same time. Yeah.
0: But then it was a couple of days after that where the daughter came out. I was like, whoa, whoa, on, what's going on? Although- I also don't know her facts. Like, she, I don't, I don't, I don't know. She says that she knows that that letter was a fake, and the signature was a fake, and the envelope was a fake. My question would be because the the guy that interviewed her, you can find the video online. The guy that interviewed her, I think because he's trying to be PC and he's trying to be considerate, he's not pushing really. Uh-huh. He's not really pressing her on. Yeah, but how do you know? How do you know it's a fake? What do you What do you mean? Yeah. You like you've seen his signature, is the, the way proof? that he's done his signatures so many times that you're able to truly with your with your naked eye authorize this signature or not. Right. I, I don't I don't know, or is it you have your perspective of your father and he was good to you, so you couldn't see how he could be this person.
1: Well, and you know what I I feel like it's very it's very possible that maybe he just felt like the situation was bigger than him. And for it to develop and, yeah. you know, be seen in the right way, he needed to also, he just needed to be out of the picture. Does that make sense? That that who needed to be out
0: Raymond. of the picture? That, that Raymond needed yeah. to be out of the picture? Well, supposedly after this all went down, way back when, he distanced himself from the family. Like, he just, he distanced himself from the family. That's what Reggie said. Mm-hmm. He distanced himself from the family because he didn't want anyone harmed. Right. So he thought it'd be better if he got away. I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting because then that also says to me, well, then how did that affect the relationships throughout the family? If he distanced himself uh-huh. and couldn't tell and also couldn't tell the family why. Right. How does that affect the family relationships? And then. What are you willing to do later on in life after he passes, because you guys had a weird relationship throughout the last however many years of his life? Like I don't. And then the memoir—it's just—it's just shaky to me. It's weird. Some, it's weird. Somebody's making some money here. Somebody's making some money. Yeah, it's weird though because you're playing with history. Like you're—you're you're playing. Yeah. You playing games with yeah. You're playing games with history. You're playing games with our—with our prominent figures mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing man when somebody owns history when someone owns the story they own the media they they own the direct line that gives you what life is and what life has been mm-hmm. you control it you can you can bend and manipulate the history like that's that's wild and we've seen this play out a million times but it's 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 nasty. It's a na- it's a- it's nasty business. Yeah. I will say that. True. Yeah. Whoever you are out there being nasty, salud. Thank you. Salute. Salute. Absolutamente. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm I'm pretty much I'm pretty much off of this. We can get on <laughs> to some some better things, maybe lighter things. Yeah. Um.
1: So Episode <laughs> The is, um, 50. If y'all forgot, absolutely, absolutely. Episode 50. Um, dog. The weather is getting so much better outside. Like we've had really good weather oh, the last man. week or so, and you already know oh, the type man. of shit I've been on. I, you already know the shit I've been on. <laughs> I, I went I, out. I knew. I knew. Up, this. I went out. Went out there. Finally, was just reeling them in. I was reeling them in. Caught the biggest joint that I've mm-hmm. caught so far this year, and it just got me. Yes, hyped. Sir. For, for the warm weather. So just know that these videos are coming. They are
0: coming. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And, and and since you brought up the nice weather, I would like to say because I did bring to the people's attention last time when I was talking about gross national happiness and all this hippie dippy stuff that people were probably like, yeah, nigga, whatever. I'm trying to get to this bag. What are you talking about? Why are you talking to me about happiness? People being happy. Let me get to this bag. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. International Happiness Day is on March 20th, and I was thinking about trying to put together a nice hike, so for anybody that wants to go, shout out, shout out, you know, all my beautiful black queens out there, shout out, shout out Tia, shout out Mikhail, shout out Sunit, shout out Sylvia, shout out your beautiful fiance, shout out all of them. But if anybody would like to take part, for sure, definitely come out here and let's get it. I'm going to try to do something the week of, I'm not quite certain. Which day just yet, but we're going to have something in the works and we're going to try to put together a big hype because I think that'll be dope. And the weather by then should be off the chain. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so that's definitely something that, that we got planned. Uh, okay. Let's, let's we we'll, we'll change things up a little bit because I have other things to talk about, but I think that we ought to bring our card into play. Okay. You want to do this? Yeah.
1: And we still got um, we 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 a phrase to explain, too.
0: Indeed. Indeed, we do. Let's do that first. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that first. I completely, uh, for a second, I completely forgot the phrase. I didn't even know.
1: <laughs> Go, you yeah. want to introduce this one? So the fra- explain that phrase. Yeah, the explain that phrase session for this week is for the phrase, off the strength. Um, <laughs> if you are unaware, that's hilarious. Uh, I'm gonna try to give the best definition I can for this. When okay. so, when you're do when, to so, it's basically to do something off the strength. Um, okay, and or at least in the situation, what in in my latest situation it was, right, right, right. Okay, so doing something off the strength, I think, in my opinion, is just having such trust in something or someone or having, having something hold so much value to you and then kind of coming across something that it's maybe related to. So you're kind of like, oh, well, I'd be willing to try this off the strength of that. Or I'd be willing to interact with this person off the strength of this person. You know what I'm saying? It's right. kind of like just how two things relate. You're, you're more related with one, but based mm-hmm. off the relation that you have with that first thing, you'd be willing to do or try this other thing. What I would just say is
0: off the strength, I don't necessarily know if you need two things that are relatable okay. or something to draw a relation between. I would just say that you're using it in sheer value of said thing or person. Okay. So- If if you were trying to bag a chick, if you went out and you were trying to bag a chick, I could easily say to you, oh, her? Oh, do you think that you're about to bag her strictly off the strength of you? You know, and and, and that would be implying, oh, do you not think that you need money or status or something else that's really going to just... Like you think that it's just going to be off the strength of your character, mm-hmm. off the strength of of your qualities as a person, just off the strength is just the sheer value of said thing or person in itself, in and of itself, mm-hmm. not to me related to anything else. If there's anything else tacked onto it, then it's no longer on the strength of that. It's on the strength of that thing, in addition to these other qualifiers on top of mm-hmm. it. So to say, oh, I'm willing to do this. Just off the strength of this, or i I like this person off the strength of them alone, that's more so the way that that I well, see it being Let you. me
1: tell you my story here then, and you can tell me if I used it incorrectly let's do it so let's do it there's a it's kind of, it's not a it's not a crazy story. There's a seasoning that I use um that I really like to use in this um in my crib um it's a creole creole type of seasoning um and it comes in different variations of heat. Uh, there's a regular, there's a bold, and there's a spicy. I typically use the regular. I'm not really a spicy person. I don't really do spicy foods. Every here and there just depends on what it is. I'll give it a shot. Um, So I was out of the non-spicy version of this, but we did have the bold version. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, damn, do I want to use this? Do I really want to like burn my mouth? Like, do I want to use this? And I was just thinking like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot just off the strength of the one that I do like. You know what I'm saying? The one that isn't spicy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I've put such value and trust wow. into this particular seasoning that I'm going to try the hot version, even though I don't really like hot shit. Yes. Yes. No.
0: Yeah, I like that because, again, you're finding the the, the value of of that of that seasoning of the name behind the seasoning and you're like I like it off the strength of of this name mm. this name has not let me down mm. I'm going to try it off the strength of that alone mm. it's like a lot of people that buy Nike shoes or whatever the case may be something that they've always been doing it's like well I'm just going to go with this off the strength of the name right <laughs> Like this other shoe could be good this other whatever could be good but I'm going to go with off the strength of the name alone cuz that, that that name says a lot to me. Okay, so yeah, I definitely wouldn't say like that that seems applicable. Okay. Your your instance sounds applicable. So for me, I'm going to talk about a time when I'm going to share a story about a, a time when I felt like You know what? I got two stories. I got a story about myself that I would like to talk about. I got a story about a friend that I just recently heard about. And I got to ask your opinion on this. And I'm glad that I just thought about this. It's so wild that these things just came back up to me too when I even forgot the fact that we were even going to do this segment. Anywho, my friend comes up to me the other day. This is such a rough position to be (laughs) in too. It just... It just sucks. There's nothing you can do but put your hands up and say, ah, life kind of got me on this one. He's hanging out with his girlfriend at the crib. Everything is fine and dandy as usual. Young lovebirds. She leaves the house. Everything seemingly great sends a text message. Text message reads, do you think that your roommates would tell me if you cheated on me? Woo! Wild question for your significant other to ask you. Yeah. Okay, there's something behind this, clearly. That doesn't just come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. He said, to be honest, I hope so. I hope that they would because I'm not about the fuck shit. I would hope that I'm hanging out with people that aren't about the fuck shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I wouldn't even care because that's not even going to happen. I feel so good and so secure about who I am and the way I've been going about this relationship that it don't even matter. Yeah, sure. They probably would. I, yeah, I don't know. Even though I feel like that's bullshit because they still need your rent money. Like they're not, They're not about to ruin that relationship with the roommate over the person that they just met coming in there. I don't know about that. I don't know if... I don't know if their if their moral high ground is really like that. You've been taking ethics. I don't know if I don't really know if if ethically they're gonna fall over there anyway. She said, Well, I ask because I found this necklace behind your bed. Mm. And this it says really Yes, okay. this is a real story. Okay. Okay. This is a real story. This was just this was maybe. Two days ago? Okay. And, and, it, and the necklace says Jacqueline on it. So who the fuck is Jacqueline? Jeez. This boy looked me in my eyes and was like, Earl, I don't know who the fuck Jacqueline is. I don't know who she is. He took it so far. He started steaming out of his ears. He had no. He was so confused. He ran. He ran to his all of his roommates. One of his roommates is his brother. Went to his brother. Was like, "Hey, yo, hey, who do you know? Name this." He was like, "I, I don't know what you're talking about." Ran Shit. to the other roommates. The the guy that lived here before me. Who is he? Did he have a girlfriend named Jacqueline? Did he used to have a girl that with the house named Jacqueline? What's going on? They went so far as to call the last resident, Holy the last shit. person that lived there. They got his number. He was like, dude, please, please tell me that you knew someone named Jacqueline, blah, blah. And I guess, I guess I, maybe I didn't vacuum the room as well enough as I thought I did when I first moved in because he just moved in maybe a month and a half, two months ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. And the guy... He was like, I don't know what you... He has no reason to lie. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't oh. know anyone in Jack. I'm sorry. Like I don't know oh, what God. you're talking about. <laughs> so, so he has... So that's the part that sucks. He has nothing to tell his woman. He's just like, listen, I'm so sorry that you have to go through this. I'm so sorry that you're being tested right now. I promise to my soul I love you, I care for you, I I put you on the pedestal as my queen. Like I, You can pull up on me at any point in time. You don't even got to call me before you come over. Just pull up. Yeah. If you even think that something's going on, just pull up. I, I don't care. I don't know who this is. And I'm so sorry that I don't have a better reason for you right. as to why you found that necklace. I'm so sorry. And that... I never heard anything like that. It sucks. It sucks so bad because you know beyond a sh- a shadow of a doubt in the back of her mind it will never leave.
1: Oh, of course not.
0: It will never leave. It will never ever leave the corner, the crevices, the little nooks and crannies of her mind. Right it's somewhere there. Who the
1: fuck was Jacqueline? Why was there a necklace there? Yeah. Anytime she hears she, the name she, Jack, she's gonna think about that.
0: <laughs> and she and she handled it like a G. She was like, listen, I don't know what's going on. Or if there was something going on, but I'm going to let you know, you already know I've dealt with shit in the past. And that's the worst too, because you get to a certain age, everybody's dealt, they got some baggage, they've dealt dealt with some scumbag Mm -hmm. that treated them however. Mm -hmm. So you go into the next one hoping, giving people the benefit of the doubt, which I think a lot of people don't even give anymore. That's dead for a lot of people, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I mean, praise the Buddha, Zeus, Allah, all of them, that he never gave her any reasons to doubt him, right. right? He's been a great boyfriend. Right. But she was like, whatever was going on, if it was, it needs to stop now. And I was like, wow. 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 She handled that like a G. Ooh. She handled that like a G. Listen, I don't know what's going on if there was something going on just i'm letting you know just shut it down now cuz i don't stand for the lying i don't stand for the cheating you haven't given me any reasons to believe that that's the case but just shut it down right, right. and i the reason i bring this into the conversation is because she's rocking with him in that relationship off the strength of him yeah. Off the strength, off the strength of his trustworthiness, off the strength of what they have built in the past, however long they've been dating. Yeah. And I want to say it ain't even been that long. They've definitely only been made tops like three, four months. So, you know, it's really being tested early in, right. a, in a strong way. Right. But she's messing with him off, off the strength of the, off the infrastructure, off the basic building blocks that they have had and set in place. And so shout, shout out to him. Shout out to him. Shout out to her. That's a rough, that's a rough one. That's a crazy ass. Honestly, 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 everybody listening, you think about it for a second. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Take a, honestly, take a second to think about if your relationship is moving on past that point. If your relationship is actually going to continue to flow, I won't necessarily say seamlessly because there's going to be something there for a little while, yeah. something, an uneasiness uh-huh. to some degree, but ask yourself because I don't know if a lot of people are really just moving off the strength of the, of the trust that they've built. Yep. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That was a rough, I felt. Especially so for that short dad. period of time.
1: Like, that's a short period of time yeah. that we've been together. She really could have just scrapped that shit and be like, ah, eh, this is whatever.
0: Yeah, but like, you know what? Ain't even worth it. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm only a couple months deep. Yeah. Like, it ain't even,
1: Yeah. It's not, this won't, even this won't be it's not even that deep. This won't be traumatizing.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And I know this dude's heart and soul, too. So I know, like, I was looking in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he truly does not know who Jacqueline is or how that necklace got there. We were just trying to... What's The wildest thing about it is (laughs) we were just trying to fathom a scenario in which that happens. And that's what's wild about it. We couldn't even come up with an imaginary tale as to how it got there because it's not... I was thinking, okay, well, did you just get this from a used mattress place and maybe... The, the, the necklace was still, it was stuck in there from the last user or something like that, <laughs> something weird like that. I know like, this, was, this was the necklace that I had at my parents' house. I mean, I mean, this was the bed that I had at my parents' house. And, I'm, and we moved. And I, I just, I don't know how, it was, it was just wild. No one knew anyone. He don't even know anyone named Jacqueline. He never met anyone named <laughs> Jacqueline in his life. That's the wildest thing. It's, it's just, it was, I felt so bad for him. I feel so bad for him. I felt, I felt for him, especially when you care about who you're dating to, mm-hmm. because it, <laughs> and that's a real thing too. Because you know, sometimes you just don't care. You're like, ah, oh, fuck it, like, <laughs> just like you were saying, it's not, it's not that deep. It's like, oh man, like, she thinks that I'm cheating now, but I don't really care about her. Again, it's only been a couple months. Whatever the case Who's may be, I don't shocking. really care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody could have yeah. been like, "You know what? I don't, I don't I don't know who Jacqueline is, but if you but if you care about it that much and you want to leave, go ahead. There's the door. It's fine. Sheesh. Don't worry about it." But the, but when you truly care for someone, he wasn't even worried about himself. He was just worried about the detriment to her psyche because he knew that it was something that was going to be swimming around for how God knows how long. Mm-hmm. It was it was a it was a rough one. It was a rough one. The next story that I have, I'll make this one quick. It's a story about myself. And the reason, there were a couple of reasons I wanted to bring this one up. One, because of the phrase off the strength. Two, because of, which is a wild way, and you probably won't necessarily understand it until I finish, which is the way I like to set stuff up sometimes. The other reason is because I read a nasty report about how depression and anxiety has quadrupled in America. Since the pandemic, right, yeah. and Americans weren't necessarily the happiest people beforehand. No. So for so for it to quadruple is, it is what it is. We 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 we've been seeing the outcome of that, whether it be the shootings, or, you know, the polarization politically, or the suicides, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And so when I so when I read that, and then I thought about off the strength. And I thought about myself and where I lie in this. Story time came up. You and you know, handful of other people know that a few years ago, many years ago, I don't know if it was a few, I was going to be on the show, or I was, I was a contestant to be on the show, Big Brother. I think it's like a CBS show yeah. or something like that. You. I didn't even really watch the show before. I watched it. I watched one season. It was like twenty seasons at the time. I watched. I watched the show with my little sister for one season because she liked the show a lot. She was like, "Earl, oh, you got to watch the show. It's great. It's one of those shows. Where everybody's living in the same house. You except this one. You're cut off from people, society, technology for the most part, I believe. And people. And the reason it's called Big Brother, right, Because people can watch you twenty four hours. Like people can. Get on CBS or whatever it was, .com, and go to big slash big brother, and they can pay a fee to, like, watch you in the house at all points in time. Pay a
1: fee to see what these randos are doing. That's crazy.
0: Man, nah, come on. it's What you talking? It's 2020, boy. It's 2021, boy. Like, we don't... People watching everything. There's Twitch. People watching people play video games. Yeah. People watching people run yeah. around the house. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. People watch people do anything. People are listening but to see, you and I talk about. My, but <laughs> see, nothing what?
1: about this is is like staged. That is still a reality show. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, mm-hmm. it's different to me. It's a little different.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's certain parts. I mean, clearly it's on TV. It's, you know, like
1: them pr- nationwide the syndicated show like, or worldwide. They are in their ears. Trust me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that they're trying to get some stuff out to people for sure. Of sure, course. Because sure. you, you need ratings. Yes. Call, call them an air. Yeah, hey. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, like that that's crazy that not being problematic is is a turnoff for TV producers. Yeah. Like, wait, so you're telling me you're not gonna start any fights in the house? Oh, well then we can't we can't have you on there. So so the very first step, because she was like, Oh, you gotta go on the show. Like you should totally like send in a video or whatever and try to get on the show. And
1: I was like, you know what, like for.
0: Why not? Like, I'll send it in. Ain't nobody going to say anything back to me. Like, I'll just, it, don't, it don't matter. Right. Like, it don't matter. Right. So I think the first step was you, you make a, like a two, three-minute video or something really, really short. And within that amount of time, you have to convince them why you need to be on the show, why you're special, why you're unique, why people would be invested in you, right? Mm-hmm. Because you want people to invest in the show. So you need to invest in the characters, right? We are the product. I think I spoke some Spanish, I played guitar, I talked about just a bunch of different eclectic things that I'm into whatever, I was myself.
1: You were the you were the perfect negro for that show. <laughs> Absolutely. You know it's only going to be one of y'all. So.
0: And that's oh wait, that's a third reason I wanted to bring this up actually. Because you and I have spoke about the fact that there's a very very slim narrow bandwidth of uh, you know of of availability. For black people mm-hmm. on these types of shows, we just got the first Bachelor. They on season eighty nine, yeah. <laughs> so so we understand it's, it's slim pickings for us, right? If you're going to be a black dude in those rooms in those auditions, there's going to be one of you. Yep.
1: there's going to be one yep. of you. It might it, like, it, it might be all the way. It to might the top. be like one dark skinned brother, and then like a like a hat and a light skin. Yeah, it yeah, might yeah be like a light skinned guy, sure. or like like a maybe a half black half Asian guy. And and, and, and and just
0: trying to hit all the demographics so that they don't get any flack and nobody's coming at them' saying that they're racist or they're not inclusive, blah blah, blah. yeah, just though yeah if you can get a couple in one, if you can get a gay black Asian woman. <laughs> Then you, then you don't have to have any other gays, any other blacks, any other Asians, because you swept them all up in one person. You, you got a nice little swirl. So then you don't even have to worry about that anymore. But the point is, and you're right, when you say the whole, you were the perfect black dude, I'm not necessarily going to say that. I will allow you to say it, though. But I was looking for a well-rounded black man to be on the show. I think we're, that's what we're
1: all looking you, for as, as did black you, people. What, did you look at what? the season in which you were, you were trying to be on to see who was the black guy that made it? Yes. Okay. What, what was he like? <laughs> he
0: was, I think that in his name, the, somehow the word swag was incorporated in the name. Yeah, like it was, I I'm pretty certain it was something like that. Like his nickname like was swag was in there. And he wasn't the worst. He wasn't the worst, right? That painted us out to be wild. Was he I mean, was he but, a cornball brother? No. Okay. He wasn't a cornball brother. But see, but see that's my issue though. Is the fact that and we're going to have to tell people what cornball brother means. But <laughs> but that's the whole issue is there's always got to be some some light, some one shade of the spectrum of black guy that we get. Uh-huh. The guy on The Bachelor, by the way, do you know, have you looked at any of that? No, I don't do, watch this. Have you seen him? Go just look up a one-minute clip of him. Just one minute. Just give me one, a one-minute
1: clip of him. You don't got to do it now, mm-hmm. but Corn Ball. The one that's on The Bachelor right now. Right now. Okay. He, ha- does he He has no shape. Corn is that what you are telling me? He has no shape. He might he might have a
0: shape of look up uh bachelor dancing. Right now. No. <laughs> that's I'll, the that's the one you need to see. will wait. I'll wait. I'll yeah. wait. I'll wait. Ch- just trust me on All this right. one. But it's always are we going to get the thug black dude? Are we going to get the cornball black dude? Are we going to get like the nerdy black dude? Are we going to get the this? like whatever the case, but there's always like some small lane. And you very rarely see a just a full-bodied, well-rounded, eclectic black man, okay? Uh That you can't just pin one thing, Uh okay? Mm -hmm. That's what we're looking for. So in that case, you're right. I do think that I would have done a better job just for the (laughs) this is about to be wildly arrogant just for the advancement of the black perception, (laughs) just for the like I would I would have just for the advancement of the American perception of the black man, yes, I think that I would have been a better contestant. Okay. I think I would have been a, a better person, yes. Anywho, I send in this video. A couple weeks later, get straight back to me. I think it was an email or a phone call or something like that. I got like a phone call from California. And as soon as I, like Ella, and as soon as I saw that on my phone, I was like, oh, I think I know who this is. Mm-hmm. Answered it. It was just that too. And it, and it was, I'm not even gonna lie to you. It was kind of fly, too, because I had a chick at the house that was completely new. Like, I think it was, like, the, I think it was like uh, the first time. I think it was, like, the very first time that she, we had ever hung out and she was at the crib. And then I get this call from CBS. And they're like, yeah, we'd like you to try out for the... And she's like, who are you? What are you, like, what? She's like, what is, what is happening here? Uh, so, that, so, that, so that was kind of fly. So I was able to sort of stunt for a second. Now... Next thing comes in, they're like, you got to come up to D.C. We're hosting a, one of these open auditions. So they were going to have whoever wanted to audition come to D.C., come to this hotel or whatever this was and audition. I show up, but because they called me, because I auditioned already through the video, I was able to cut in front of a line of 200 people. Mm. Mm. You all, cut that. What what are y'all doing out here, y'all peasants? It's cold outside. It's windy. I'm going to go inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. The producer, yeah, he called me. I'm going. I'm going in. I'll see you guys later. They called walked me. At, walked in there. Felt good, too. Walked in there. Had a nice little, it wasn't an open bar. You had to pay for the drinks. But either way, people down there in this little bar area getting a little loose. People clearly looking at other people, seeing what other people sort of, what their shtick is, what their angle is. Sizing each other up, looking at each other like, oh, okay, I get your character. <laughs> I get your character. Like, I understand what you're trying to bring to the people. Uh, like, okay, uh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> they start calling people in there by fives. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, we're going back to see the one of the various producers of the show by 5s I finally get called in there, and they have us standing. You have one guy as a producer sitting in a in a, in a couch, and five of us kind of standing like in line, kind of like a little semi circle. And he said, "I'm going to give each of you two minutes, I believe, to convince me why you need to be on the show." Why? Yeah, exactly. It's a crazy. That's so, an interesting question. where he starts, and this was saving grace, where he starts is on the other side of the line. So I already know now I'm going to be the last to speak. Uh So for me, I pay attention. I'm like, well, this is about to be easy for me because I'm about to learn. Right? I'm about to learn what's happening. I'm going to also be looking at him to see if he's giving away any subtle cues as to what he likes, what he doesn't like. I have the cards are stacked in my favor. The people start talking, going down the line, oh, you know, I'm kind of crazy. I'm I'm polyamorous. I'm in a, a four-way relationship with this person in my house, this person in my house. So it was a lot of interesting stuff. Oh, I got hit by a car once, got a bunch of money, did this. It was just like people had very interesting stories as to what they were trying to put forth for their character. Because again, one, people are playing these characters, right? I was like i the The video that I sent in was really me. It was really me. So I'm just gonna go off the strength of me. <laughs> okay? Yeah. He, they, I think the first person gets done talking, the next person gets well no, as the first person's talking, I'm thinking, he's giving us two minutes. but we're all allowed to speak, though. We don't have to like shut up because I'm thinking why would he have five people come back at once why not just do one at a time so I'm thinking oh so the t- he wants us the 2 minutes was go for ahead. everyone like ev- like there was two no 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 every every individual gets 2 minutes okay okay so it's going to end up being 10 minutes altogether. Right, okay but 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 my mind is like why would you bring back five people to audition at the same time if you're going to go one by one so I thought no 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 this is Big Brother. This is a reality TV show. He wants to see us riff. Mm-hmm. He wants to see the magic right now. Right, right, right. You, you telling your one story and only speaking when it's your turn, is not what's going to be happening in the house. That's not what shows. That's not what shows your communicational skills. That's not what shows the flair that they want to see on the TV. So I'm thinking from the jump, I'm going to steal time from every single one of you fuckers. <laughs> you don't have. You have no idea. So every time someone gets done talking, I start riffing. I start talking about whatever it is they just start talking about and started making jokes about uh, it and having everybody laughing. Uh, and I did that down the line. Second person, third person, fourth person. And no one else did it but me. Uh, and then I get on to me and well, I don't know, I forgot what I say or whatever. But by then the D's already done because I've stolen time from everyone else. Uh, I've gotten gotten—I've already gotten two minutes of speaking to everyone else. Uh-huh. And then now my 2 minutes is about to start. Uh-huh. So I go through that, leave there a couple of weeks later, get the email. We want you to move to the next round of contestants. I'm like, "Okay. Now 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 we uh-huh. after it. Now we after it. Let's go." I want to say I had a good interview a really a really good Zoom or Skype interview with this guy. The next one came because I got through that round. Now, by this point in time, I'm speaking about, I believe that I'm top 30. Ooh. You have to understand there are hundreds of thousands yeah. of people. Like people went out yeah. for this. I'm now top 30, about to be on this show. I, I'm like, oh, this is guaranteed. I'm about to be on this show. I need to start getting I need to start getting stuff together
1: because I'm about to go out to LA. This nigga, this nigga was right? talking to Chris Hansen himself. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: wrong show? No, I was not.
0: No, yeah, wrong show. Yeah, it's a wrong ty- That's a wrong type of big brother movie. It's, it's different. That's a different type of "we're always watching" sort of vibe. That's a completely (laughs) different thing. Oh (laughs) shit! So (laughs) that show is wild. Call him Chris. Anyway. (laughs) 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 So here's where I fucked up, and here's the bit of the story that not one soul on this planet knows until right now. I fucked up because for some reason, and this is why I bring, bring in the depression and anxiety into it. I know from feeling it myself, from speaking to other people, that people doing drugs, drinking alcohol, a lot of the times when they get caught up in that, they're doing it because they feel like they're their better selves doing it. Mm. Whenever they smoked a little bit of weed, oh, yeah, it's just I'm just a better, I'm more chill, I'm happier, I'm, I'm a more giving person, I'm this or that, or I drink. Oh, I'm more social when I drink. I'm, You know, I can talk to people more. I'm more fluid, whatever the case may be. People a lot of times think that they're a better version. And I'm here to tell you, no, you're not. You're just caught up in it at the moment. You're not. You're not your better version. Mm-hmm. I decided, let me go ahead and take copious amounts of Adderall for this last interview. And you hadn't done that for any I'm, of the other interviews? No. I did it all on the strength of me, and I should have continued to do it on the strength of Earl himself and what he brings because that's what they saw the whole time. That's what they liked. That's what they were drawn to. That's what attracted them. But yet for some reason, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, maybe I'm delusional. Maybe I've been lucky up until this point. Mm. I need to crank it up a notch. Mm. Adderall, Adderall. I need to be, I need to be Zooming. I need to be there. But here's the issue with that. When I've taken Adderall before and a lot of people I've seen is you get way too analytical. Mm. You're, you're just thinking and you're thinking at a thousand miles per hour and you're trying to get everything right. You're answering every question. Perfect. If this was like, if I was bubbling in circles on a Scantron, I would have had a Uh 1,000%. If I would have if I would have filled that in on a Scantron, they'd have said, "Yo, fuck Big Brother," but we're gonna put you in Harvard instead. <laughs> that's how well I that's how well I would have been answering them questions. But you know what's lost with that is the funny, mm. the personality, the looseness. Everything is now rigid. And so this is something I've spoken about with people when they're super super anxious about job interviews. Like, I'm, I'm you know I'm. I'm going through these top 10 quest- interview questions of all time and I'm of going through I'm going through my, I'm going through my strengths and my weaknesses and you know what it is I'm supposed to ask the interviewer back at the end because they say you're always supposed to have something to ask the interviewer back and I'm going through all these things I'm going to get it down 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 I was just having a conversation with a super smart brother at my job the other day it was a guest and he wanted to just have a conversation with me because It started from something else. He thought that I was either from the islands or the UK, and then we started talking about why that was the case and how I need to be able to use that as something else to continue to move on. It was a long conversation, but I talked to him about, well, and he's interviewed mad people in his, his life. He was like 60 years old, worked for the CIA and a bunch of other stuff, and he said, I might actually get him in touch with you. I actually talked to him about you, about database management, because he actually does mad cyber stuff. Hmm. And he was like, I mentor a bunch of people. I've probably put 50 plus kids through college. If you ever want to talk to me, here's my card. If you, you have someone else that's getting into this cyber wow. field, artificial intelligence, let me know. So I might put you on to it. Yeah, because he's a real cool guy. But anywho, I was talking to him about how when you're in those job interviews, they don't... Do you need to have answers for the questions? Yes, of course. Like you need to have answers for questions in life in general. Mm. But they want to know if they like you. You're in the interview sitting across from them and they want to know if they can stand working with you. Mm. Are you going to be able to work with a diverse group? Can you work with the people that are already under me? My employees now, can you work with them? Are you going to be a good fit? Are you going to be a good piece to this puzzle here? A good cog to the wheel? Mm. Are you? So in that same sense, it's not about getting everything right. It's about being yourself. It's about letting loose. Especially my dumbass. We're talking about TV. We're talking about Big Brother. We're talking about reality TV show. And so for me to get in that mindset of thinking I wasn't good enough, that the strength of Earl himself and his characteristics and qualities wasn't good enough, I need to go take these drugs to enhance. Then I went into the, I went into the thing and I could just. I could sense. Now, they, they don't tell you that this was the reason, but in my mind, to this day, this was the reason. I could sense it on his face. I could tell. Probably because of the Adderall, and I was super like tuned into everything that was going on. But I could tell on his face it wasn't quite the same reaction I was getting the other times I had talked to this guy. Everything was clear-cut, rigid, but all of that fun and buoyancy had kind of fell to the wayside. It subsided. And I could see that in his response. And after that, probably a couple of weeks later. And that was the last interview. If I had rocked that interview, I would have been on the show. Get a couple, you know, just some, just some regular automated. It wasn't even, they don't even give you the courtesy of really writing the email out too. They just gave me some regular old mad people had been CC'd on the email. (laughs) It was just like, yeah, you're not. Sorry. next time. So, yeah, good luck. Like, enjoy, Damn, Earl. enjoy not being see, on a TV show. See, I know. See, nigga, you I know. You could have been, been
1: on Big Brother, and then we could have started this podcast, and the shit would have been out there, man.
0: Who knew? Who knows what kind of opportunities would have been on the other side of that? Because I don't you know, give a fuck about no Big Brother. Like, I'm not going on Big Brother to be the Big Brother champion. Uh-huh. That's not what people go on Hell there no. to do. You go you go on there to get the attention, right? you go on there to get the opportunity, hopefully get a spin off for other opportunities <laughs> a spin off that's hilarious to to get to get to for other doors to open up for people to see you and say, "Oh, you know what I like this kid, whether he wins or not let's let's try to give him a call, get in contact with him. we can get him to do this other thing yeah. for us, whatever the case He's may trying. be so yeah, so that so that was so that was that and and I just say that again to say and and I don't really regret it it's it's my fi- my life is fine <laughs> my life is fine with or without big brother again we don't know what that would have brought who knows it could have it could have brought it could have brought fame and fortune and I end up doing coke and in, in jail so who knows maybe that's not what I needed at the time I don't know so so yeah that that was that but I bring that up again just to say we need better black people on TV <laughs> one um well-rounded black people, we need, we need to believe in ourselves more. We need to believe in the strength of us and the strength of who we are. We need to not think that we're our better, enhanced, super human version of ourselves when we dumb ourselves down or numb the pain and the feelings by taking drugs in in drinking alcohol. That's that's not that's not for that. So so yeah, 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 I had I had to I had to bring that up. That was that was a it was wild. It was a wild experience, but I'm glad I could bring it here to talk about it. So I just I killed a few birds with one
1: stone just now. <laughs> nah that was lit. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. I totally forgot off
0: about that. Off the strength. Should have did it off the strength of Earl in my mind I thought Earl's not enough. I'm not alone. I'm not enough. And and now I'm sitting here in my living room talking to you. no. No, nah. nah,
2: nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man, if I got
0: if I if I had gotten on Big Brother, I could have dropped all my friends by now. I could have dropped all y'all niggas would have been in the past, dusting the wind, and I could have been having, I could have been running around. With Bobby Schmurder and who whoever else that's, out that's, that's there I could have made connections with. Yeah. I could have been running around with 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 Drake Campana and, and Lindsay Lohan and Demi Lovato. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. <sighs> so that, that's 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 my off the off the strength. Um all right, so so you wanna, yeah, you wanna pull, move let's in? Let's
1: pull this card.
0: Let's let's pull this let's pull this card. It was, um, okay, here we are. What are you working towards that you could use help with? And this is a great card, too, because a lot of people, well, some people ain't working towards shit. Some people are working towards things, but they don't think that they could use help with it. Again, I think I said on the last one when I did read this is, so many people want to be self-made self-made I made this happen for me I did this I and I get that I get that motivation I get understanding wanting to say that you built something for yourself and things weren't ha- just given to you from the ground right? on up. a silver platter that's yeah that's cool out the mud out the mud out the mud right so that's 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 very cool but you're going to need help this world is comprised of many people and there's you're not getting you're not getting big things done without help from loved ones, strangers, yeah. whatever people in the proper places, the the gatekeepers, if you will. And, you're not. And, and you're not getting even them. if
1: you do have too much pride or you're a bitch ass nigga and you don't want to even consider what people did as help, they did help you. They helped you. That yeah yeah that too that too yeah anybody out there that says
0: self made that's great cool you can have that I'm not gonna take anything away from what you did on that path. that This isn't to discredit whatever it is you did. I'm not neglecting that at all. But, we also not going to act like you didn't have help in, in various ways. Yeah. It's, just like the, it's just like the gross national happiness I was telling you or the multi-dimensional poverty index I was telling you. You can be poor in many ways. You can be wealthy in many ways. And we're going to start changing the vocabulary that we're using. I'm doing it. I'm wealthy. I'm wealthy. Mm-hmm. Simply because I wasn't, in, I, I, I mean, just simply because I was indoctrinated to believe that there is one type of wealth mm-hmm. doesn't mean I can't grow up and break those chains. I'm off that shit now. Yeah. I'm wealthy. Yeah. I grew up mad wealthy. I, I, in, in various ways. Yeah. So, so you got to look at it the same way. What are you working
1: towards that you could use help with Keon Harris? So... I've got a few things here, actually, because I found myself um, right now. I just feel like I'm doing the I'm doing so many things right now. The, the most that I've ever really done in my life at one time. I'm, mm. I'm advancing myself when it comes to fishing. I'm learning different ways about that. Uh, I'm taking I'm, I'm in school. I'm taking these classes um, to further myself, my education, to get a better job, to make more money. Um, and I'm also trying to invest in the way that I look. Um, we, already, we already spoke about how I'm trying to build up my wardrobe. I'm trying to dress better. You know, you, you dress better, you look better, you feel better. You know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. So what am I working towards that I need help with? Um, working out. I've been off and on working out for several years now. I'm back on one of those on's. Um, I've wor- been working out three times a week. Um, I've also been trying to eat better. I've been trying to cut out a lot of uh, I've been trying to cut out a lot of my snacks. I fucking love honey buns, iced honey buns. Oh yeah, you gotta put them, I- <laughs> nigga. Iced honey buns are just godly. I-, I but I I haven't had one in a while. Ooh. I've been putting them down. Um, I've been buying better snacks. I've bought um. Honey roasted peanuts. I have some. Uh, I've got some salted pumpkin seeds in here. Um, what fuck else I got over there? Um, I'm, I'm eating a lot more fruit. I've got some. Uh, I keep. We keep a mini fridge in our in our room. Um, we, we've got some strawberries, some blueberries in there that we snack on. Um, there we've got. Some, yes. Uh, we got some granola in here that we snack on. Uh, and we also got some salt and vinegar chips, but you know.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's not. Listen, man, look, there's got to be a little balance. You, you're not just gonna start start eating quinoa yeah. three times a day. Like, yeah. I, I get it, I get it. So it's it's crack. All that stuff is it crack. Is crack. I used honey buns. It's crack. I had McDonald's for the first time, and I don't know how long the other day. Like, these things are crack. They are. It's 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 sheer mouth pleasure. Uh, that's all it is. It's not giving you anything else but just mouth pleasure. Just Water just salivating. Before my mouth hit the burger, mm-hmm. my I just I could <laughs> feel the sal the salivation. Did you, get, you got the Mac? Oh uh, you get the Mac? The big Mac? What'd you get? I I boy, I got the double. This is how filthy <laughs> I felt that day. I got something they don't even have on the menu. I had them created. Oh shit. Oh shit. I got shit. the double. I got I got the double quarter pounder deluxe with bacon, oh. a double cheeseburger, and an Eminem McFlurry. Right, man, nigga, you didn't get no fries, bro. You don't now. Nah, McDonald's fries ain't even—they're the best playing. fries. If it, I'm whoa, McDonald's is the best fries. Okay, and 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 so. If if that's the case, then what the fuck are, are Popeyes and Checkers doing out here? What what, they what, what, are, what are they good doing? They have
1: French fries. They're just not better than McDonald's. We can agree to disagree. Yeah. You're not going to convince Hold me. Hold on. When was the last time that you had Checkers? Yeah, I there's a Checkers well, down the street. I I go there oh, every so often. I can't do They're that. Every so often, I can't do that. That's crazy.
0: I've never heard anyone say that to my Facebook. You heard it today. That's crazy. I don't even know if I want to do this. Yeah, this might yeah episode fifty was a good one to quit the podcast. <laughs> on. This was, at least, at least we got a good fifty out the way. I can't do a podcast with someone that thinks that McDonald's has the best fries and fast. They food. have the best That's French crazy. fries.
1: Uh, oh, it's just all right. Well, it, all right anyway, it, I'm filthy. Continue. Anyways, um, so I don't know that I necessarily need help with all of these things specifically. Um, because what I have here is building my wardrobe, working out, and just continuing to, to you know, with school, so I don't fucking drop out again. Um, yeah. But what I what I what I need help on is not these things individually or specifically. I need help being better motivated to continue, and I need help with better uh. self-discipline for myself. How does mm, someone help me with those need- things? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, self. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't. I can't
0: like teach you self discipline right Mm -hmm. now. I can't make you do things you don't want to do or you don't necessarily have the will or desire or strength to do when I'm not there because no one can be there all the Mm -hmm. time. I can't like no one can be there to slap that honey bun out your hand (laughs) after after you just ate a honey bun ten minutes prior to this honey bun. You know, like no one, like no one can stop you. For, so I'm checking, yeah, checking calories. I'm, I'm checking calories on everything and shit now. Like it's it's crazy. Oh yo, you're doing yeah. You you live you living differently. I ain't never checked a calorie, <laughs> but I but I understand. I understand. It's the, you know different strokes for different folks for sure. That's good. No, I'm 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 down with all those things. I support all those things. That's very cool. That you that you've gotten to a point in life where you just know that you, oh. That you want to feel better, you stumbled across a pocket of light, mm-hmm. a beacon of hope mm-hmm. that has that has brought to you a clarity, s- addressing the fact that you can take the reins of your life and that you can make certain decisions. It feels really good. That are going. It feels really that are going to completely. Right, knowing that you have control over certain things, certain things, Mm -hmm. yeah, it it does feel really good. And that brings me on to mind, which is actually really funny. You just, we just, I'm not going to put no names out there clearly, but we've just seen videos of people around the way getting beat up, stomped up on, and then put on Instagram. Yes. Okay, for clout. Yes. That's a thing. It happens. We. No, a couple of people involved. One of them we saw and thought, why are you there? Okay. And you asked me a question. You said, and it was so funny too, because you were ruminating so deeply about it. I could tell by just the the somberness in your voice. You said, Earl, do you think, do you think that they ever stop to think i don't have to live like this why am i always caught up in this same bullshit all the time do they do they think about that and my honest answer was no no i don't i don't think so some maybe but for the most part no they need help with perspective. They need someone to slap the honey bun out of their hand. And when, I, and when I say that for them, it would be more like, hey, let's not go to that party or that venue where we know that mad people have beef there and some of them are carrying guns or are, are going there looking for a fight. Right? That's the slapping, which, which by the way, in comparison slapping a honey bun out of your hand like that's your issue which is a great which is great compared to these other issues we're talking about yeah right yeah i don't have to tell you hey keon don't go over there and hang out with those people because they be shooting i don't have to tell you that you don't all i have to say is hey keon maybe not the salt and vinegar right now (laughs) maybe not the honey bun right now (laughs) you know if you're gonna do that Maybe get a workout in first so you feel better about the honey bun later. Whatever the case oh, may be. I've been doing that. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. So, and I also realized through speaking to our very close friend the other day, and this blew my mind. I know we kind of, we talked about it a little bit, glossed over it, kind of. How the... Do- Fuck did I not know that the entire time I was in high school, there was a whole neighborhood of kids that didn't have buses coming to school. The way this person was talking to me about it, it's. I wasn't going to school if it was raining or snowing outside or whatever the case may be. You know how many days we're going to school where there's inclement weather? And the kids just don't have a ride to school because their parents are working? That's insane. That Like, I didn't even know nobody, that the whole time nobody, I was there. Nobody brought
1: that up to the PTA? Like, that, there was no conversations That's, about this?
0: <laughs> well, I, I don't know. People, I mean, they were in the chat talking about, oh, well, you know, that neighborhood does have narrow roads and all that. I'm like, bro, we talking about kids getting to school. Yeah. And so and so when so if you're not giving them the means because that I think he told me that the the walk was like 35 40 minutes
1: from where to where 20,
0: 20 25 30 still when you start when you walk uh-huh. it's different no, I feel you I know it seems it, the 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 drive seems close but when you walk it's a little different Yeah I guess so yeah. It's a, I'll tell you what it's a lo- it's a long time to walk in a thunderstorm It is it's a long time to walk in any inclement, in, in snow or anything like that. It's, it's a long time. Mm-hmm. Or if it's just cold outside. And so that does, not, that does not incentivize children that can stay at home because their parents are gone, mm-hmm. right? They can stay at home if they choose. Mm-hmm. It doesn't incentivize them to come in and get an education. So then when people start looking at these kids crazy, like, oh, they don't even really come to school. They don't even do well at school when they are here. Why? Look at why people that people in that neighborhood were looked at wild, yeah. crazy, yeah. and a lot of them continue to go on and do wild and crazy stuff. Yeah. But these, but they yeah. weren't even in the school the way that they ought to have been. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was absolutely insane when I heard about that. I was like, okay. So the the reason I bring this up, along with the people running around getting beat up and all that, is. I need to continue to talk to people. I need to continue to have my perspective challenged. I need to continue to have my eyes widened, my, horiz- my horizon broadened mm-hmm. by people in conversation and the experiences and the shared experiences between us looked at from a completely different vantage point I didn't even know was the case. I need that because I don't want to be the person that isn't thinking about, oh, my life doesn't have to be this. yeah. Because, because that's a lot of the issue. That's a lot of what's going on. Is if you don't know any different, if this is all you've ever done. So I need to continue to have people help me with my perspective on things. I'm always. I've said this a million times. I'm always ready for a conversation. You don't. You don't know what whether you, we agree from the start or not. You don't know what you don't Go know. Ahead. You don't know what you don't know. In other words, the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Just because you haven't found something or you don't know something doesn't mean that there's not something to be found or to be known. Right. So you have to. So off that maxim alone, you have to continue to get out there and open yourself up to stuff. Right. Period. Right. Here, so, that's, so, so that's what I need help with. So for anyone that ever wants to have a conversation about anything that you think I'm speaking wildly on or have a skewed perspective of, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Please come tell me. Please don't let me just be out here being stupid, looking wild out here in these streets. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I need real I need real people in my life. Real human beings. Please. So that's, that's our meaningfulness card of the week. I have pulled the next one. What do we got? And the next one is, uh, what are you passionate about and want to spend more time doing? I can answer that. Now, this is going to be difficult. (laughs) Yeah, because all we do on here is talk about what we're passionate about and what we want to continue to do. So now we have to dig deep and try to figure something else out. We got to be creative. Try to try to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't come in here next week and talk to me about fishing. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about the hikes either. All
1: right.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. Talk about something that wasn't brought up this podcast. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. That's, that's, that's pretty much what we got going on. Yeah. You have anything else for
1: the people, sir? No, sir. Uh, you know, ready for those last words. Um, Indeed. My la- Indeed. My last words are, you know, we, we talked a lot about staying afloat. Um, we talked, you know, just being resilient um, maybe yes. maybe a little bit of uh, relevancy. We want to, you know, staying relevant, keeping up with things, um, with your dreams specifically. All I want to say is continue to follow those dreams and continue to invest in yourself. It's the best investment that you can make. Um, and an investment is not always, uh, you know, money. It can be a lot of different things. But invest in yourself, right. bet on yourself, count on yourself or those that are working with you.
0: I, I, I'm going to end off on the same note because I do think that that was the, the strongest and most impactful, meaningful takeaway of this episode for me was off the strength of you. Mm-hmm. Be work off the strength of you. You are enough. You are more than enough. Get it done. You don't need these so-called enhancements. It's not, it's not the way. It's not the way. Love yourself, invest in yourself, push yourself, ask for help <laughs> yeah and that's all and that's off the strength of us that's off the strength of us, please, please, we love you, we love you again, resilience shout out to everybody named and talked about on here. you know you are if you listen, uh, love you guys, we out episode. Four. Peace. Right.
2: Indeed.